Computer, initialize Holosuite. You can use logic to justify almost anything. That's its power. And its flaw. And thank you for joining us on the Janeway, the Voyager podcast, where my pleasurable co-host, Suzanne Williamson, and I, Liam Smart, look at Voyager (laughs) episodes to work out whether our favourite captain has done things in the right way, the wrong way, or the Janeway. Or the pecan pie way. No, don't even get me started on pecan pie. I'm doing so many better (laughs) things. I think you'd give them garlic bread and it would have been better. I kind of like pecan pie. Nah, doesn't beat garlic bread. Well, no, because garlic bread is savory and pecan pie is sweet. Yeah, when he's... So, I mean, you could have garlic bread earlier and then finish with pecan pie. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe that was the most pleasurable way to go about things. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get started with the episode today, why not give us a follow on Twitter at the Jane underscore way and also join our Facebook community for our listeners called The Nexus. There you can discuss this episode and episodes of all of our other shows we have on Sweet Media, including The Expanse, our Star Trek Enterprise show with Chris and Kyle. That is also a pleasurable experience. Uh, yeah, but in a different kind of way. Not a pecan pie way. Or a Garth kind of way. Creepy. Creepy, creepy Garth. (laughs) Chris and Kyle are not creepy. Thank goodness. Oh, I don't know. I I mean, have you listened to something? You know something I don't. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I get these random pictures all the time. No, I don't. Chris and Kyle are great. Oh. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, if you haven't worked it out by all this talk of pleasure, we are talking about prime factors today. I was so not happy when this showed up on on the screen. I was like, not, I went into CBS All Access, not knowing what episode I was going to be watching next, and there it was. And all I said was, fuck, I don't want to watch this. But, see, this is what I'm saying, like, every episode so far, like, almost every episode this season, you've been like, oh, emanations, oh, ex post facto, oh, time and again. Like, none of it's pleasurable. Not at all pleasurable. Uh, Like, is there a reason? Because, like, we know you love Voyager, like, so much. I can see you in the background with, like, everything on the wall is just, like, Voyager. I, I think it's just because I know there are so much better episodes coming later. Mm. Like when I first watched Voyager, when it first premiered, and these all these episodes were new, I loved them all. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Loved them all. Funny. And now I'm like, ugh, this isn't as good as Year of Hell. This isn't as good as something else that I can't think of right now. <laughs> Threshold. 
No comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I, I get what you mean because I have that I had that feeling when I had to watch Time and Again and Ex Post Facto. Well, I, I was quite happy to watch this one because it just makes me laugh. Like I did find some things in it that I enjoyed. Yeah, I. Uh, kept like looking at the screen and the actor who played Garth and I know it's not this actor but I kept thinking that Stephen Fry entered Star Trek <laughs> it's a Kerry and Stephen Fry I was like well okay I'm all down for that but then I'm like oh, wait wait no it's not but so many times I caught, caught out thinking it would be so much better if it were Stephen Fry like Stephen Fry is pleasurable Stephen Fry would have made it infinitely better and I would love this episode episode so freaking much yeah i think it's not him i think we need to do a reboot except the sicarians are now you know assimilated by the borg (laughs) so so somebody got their technology after all yeah Mm, not at all pleasurable garth is it assimilation (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) um well what will actually make you feel even sadder suzanne is that IMDb rates this as 7.4 stars out of like 1,494 people, which I'd like to point out is the second highest rated episode of the first nine in Voyager. Like IMDb rates it better than, oh wait, no, I have the needle. So third highest. It rates it better than Phage. (laughs) You people crazy. I know. I know. Maybe, maybe it's just because, you know, the guy is weird. The synopsis is uh, the crew encounters a hedonistic alien race with the ability to time travel through the galaxy at will. Nope, I read that wrong. There is no time travel. The crew encounters a hedonistic <laughs> alien race with the ability to travel through the galaxy at will, an ability that may be the key to returning Voyager home. Now, if we could have Stephen Fry and time travel, oh, yes, this God. would be like a number one episode. <laughs> I wonder if Stephen Fry would make a good, like, Starfleet captain. Maybe we need to, you know, put that in. He'd make a good bad moral. Would he? You reckon, though? Yeah. Yeah. But he's so... Because you wouldn't expect it from him. It'd be like, oh, he's a bad guy. It would take you totally by surprise. I feel like I would just want to hug him. Oh, yeah. Isn't Stephen Fry, like, play the voice of the Cheshire Cat in, like, the newer Alice in Wonderlands as well? I did not see them, so okay. I do not know. I don't know. I will hold off my idea. Um, also, FYI, if I sound a bit weird, it's because I went to a wedding and I'm hungover. So, mm. yes. Okay. If I si- sound a bit weird, it's because I'm drinking. Well, I wish I could. So I will be hungover eventually. <laughs> the doctor told me that I'm not allowed any alcohol outside of, like, events for the next six to eight weeks or something because they need to test my liver or something like that, which makes me sound like an alcoholic, but I really am not. I think I just have a Why shitty liver. liver. Oh, I went to get a blood test um, because I've got iron overload, like hemochromatosis. So they're like, oh, your blood's bad. You have to get a blood test every so often. So I do. And they're like, oh, your iron levels are really high right now. And I'm like, okay. They said, you can go and give blood. And I'm like, no, I can't. I lived in the UK and I'm a raging homosexual. And so they're like, oh, okay, fine then. So, I mean, I said, I can't give blood. And he's like, oh, you can just come and be bled. And I'm like, oh, we'll see what it's like in six weeks. 
But they also tested my liver and they're like, okay, well, you've had too much alcohol or well, the iron's now affecting your liver. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, well, let's, let's just hope it's the alcohol. But then again, I do like wine. And I'm going to the Clare Valley tomorrow, which is a wine region. So, of course, I'm going to be having wine because you can't go to a wine region without having wine. You must. God. So, between the two of us, we have normal blood because I have very low iron. Oh, so you're anemic. Oh, <laughs> yes. Here we go. Mm. Suck the blood out of my arm. <laughs> and you may have mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The idea is you're supposed to suck it out and then, like, you can have all my iron. But then you won't have any blood and you'll be dead. But that would be pleasurable. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone way too creepy, way too fast. <laughs> have, you, have you not met us? <laughs> That's very true. Yes. I mean, listeners are probably just sitting there like, what the hell is going on? It's like, well, <laughs> they turned know. into vampires. 2021 is weird. So, well, yeah, it's already weird. <laughs> Mm, they got- Donald Trump kicked off of Twitter. What? Oh, that is amazing. What? Oh, I just, yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. Fortunately, it will be too. Oh, my God. This episode comes out like the day after the inauguration. So. Um, oh, God. Who knows what is going to be happening by then? We're recording this on the 10th Australian time and the 9th American time. So <laughs> I'm vision- envisioning the future. And when this episode comes out, there's going to be rainbows and happiness and And unicorns unicorns and Sicarians, like, bouncing through the sky on those unicorns. And touching people inappropriately and for really long times. Yes. And Garth is going to be our or your new president. Joe Biden so. is Garth. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. <laughs> we should probably start this episode. Oh, uh, you think? Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Sorry for our rambling for the last fuck knows how long. <laughs> so, prime factors, Suzanne. We open in the mess hall with Belana and Seska sitting there, you know, having a little Seska. gossip about Boys, it's like, oh, have you seen Harry Kim? It's like, yeah, I have. No, thank you. <laughs> it's like, although we all know my opinion on that. I heard he was with the Delaney sisters. Oh, no. no. It's like, oh, gosh, surely they've got some taste. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, they're talking about it. It's like, oh, you know what happened when you went missing in the gondola, Harry? We all know what went on there. Yeah, it's like he sure. definitely did not do anything in that gondola. And quite frankly, how do you fall out of a gondola? Like, for those of you who've been to Venice, like, I feel like it's almost impossible to fall out of a gondola unless you literally, like, stand up. You have to stand up to be able to fall out. Mm-hmm. It's like, unless he was, like, being the gondola guy at the back with, like, the He's thing. the gondolier. That's it, the gondolier. I just, I just don't understand it. He's such, he's so many times throughout season one and so many times in this episode, it's just like, you're useless, mate. Like, you can get some. <laughs> I mean, I wish it were that easy for me. God. <laughs> oh, Harry, Harry, Harry. Mm-hmm. So then they're all laughing, Blana, Tom, Seska, and Harry. And then you've got Jamie and Tuvok going, it's finally happening. The two crews are coming as one and then, you know. Sappy Tuvok is like, 
Oh, it will increase in efficiency and performance. So, well done, yes. Tuvok. Yes, it will. Yes, that's that's what you call a good working environment. <laughs> happy crew, happy something. Happy shoe. Ha- happy crew, <laughs> happy shoe. <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll go for that one. My 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 captain, the shoes are very happy today. <laughs> oh, we must have good crew engagement. What? <laughs> It's on the bridge. No athlete's foot. Oh, no. Well, that, that's true. I hate athlete's foot. Like, I don't even know how you get it, but it just sounds gross. Yeah, I've never got it. No. So, oh, yeah. Yes. Um, so, on the bridge, uh, there's a subspace distress signal happening, and they come across a vessel, which, you know, they start saying and hailing them, and this guy comes up that... Looks kind of like Stephen Fry, but not really at all at the same time. And it's got, oh, I've got no emergency. You are the one in an emergency. (laughs) Cut to credits. It's like, well, is that really going to, like, tease people to stay on? I don't know. No. But, like, these aliens are literally, like, just humans with, (laughs) with, like, Saturn's rings around around the top of their head. Yeah, what, why do they put that in their hair? Because obviously that is a choice. <laughs> I mean, everyone has some form of it, though. So maybe they've got, like, wiry bits. That, maybe that's, like, their, look at me, I'm an alien. I've got wires coming out of my head. In, in addition to my lovely hair that I have in a man bun, I have these <laughs> wires that also grow. I got them from Home Depot. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a hardware store in America, seeing as most of our listeners are American. I would have said Bunnings here, yes. but... Maybe they can pick up, like, radio stations with those wires. It's like an <gasps> antenna. Maybe. So they knew the Borg were coming. Oh, no, that's like... I bet they, like, sit there and they, like, vibrate when someone's not pleasurable, pleasured enough. <laughs> you can feel someone within the system that it hasn't had pleasure. My rings are vibrating. <laughs> So what do they do when they have too much pleasure? Uh, the, ring, the, the rings start getting harder. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Or they can twirl. I don't know. Yeah. Stand on end. Like a hula hoop. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, after the credits... That was weird. They have a... Oh, yeah, we're just weird. After the credits, we uh, like go back to this scene and he's going, yapping on about stuff. It's like, come on over, children. We have gifts for you. Yeah. Did they not learn to not accept gifts from strangers? <laughs> People in strange starships. Here, little girl, want some candy? It's like, stranger danger. I have puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Come see the puppies. <laughs> Want an ice cream? Have a nice little flake on top. What about a balloon animal? It's like, whatever we do, it's pleasurable. <laughs> <laughs> you indeed. Oh. So, I mean, Jamie is like, oh, yeah, why not? Let's, let's go and have some relaxing R&R to get some of these gifts. I mean, do we, do we classify that as a choice? You know, like, do we classify that as something that she should have done? I mean, on the face of it, it's like, yeah, it's sure. It's a choice, because yes. she could have just been like, you know, ah, thanks, no thanks. 
she trying to get help. Yeah, it's like, you know, why not have another detour? We always have a detour. Well, there's, the crew could use a little shore leave. I don't believe they've had any. <laughs> That's true, no. I mean, what what happened last week? Harry Kim probably needs some. He was, he was dead a few times. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. I reckon it's the right thing. Yeah, that's the right thing. Yeah, I mean, why why not? Why not go and get some gifts? I mean, those puppies and ice cream sound good. So, jump to the mess hall and Janeway brings Garth in and tells Neelix something's happening. I can't remember what it was. And Neelix is like, Captain, I'm serving lunch in two hours. It's like, oh, defensive much. And I'm sorry, but since when is starfruit, chayote squash and kiwi alien foods because that was strewn all about the the kitchen i'm like really really was it those things i didn't even notice that i was too busy looking at neelix and like laughing (laughs) so it's always it was starfruit kiwi and chayote squash i have no idea what a chayote squash is but it's it's a squash it's just green and it has a weird little bottom Okay. Well, I mean, we know that they go and try and find the most alien-looking things. I mean, everyone's seen a kiwi, so I don't quite know. But, I mean, starfruit, that's pretty common. Is it, though? Like, it's not common here. So that's... Is it common in America? Yeah. Yeah. What does it taste like? Citrusy. Mm, because boring. I don't really like them. No. When I, was, when I lived in the UK, there was, like, a uh, fruit juice that was starfruit juice. And I'm like, that, that mm-hmm. was nice. Peruvian starfruit. That was a blast from the past. So uh, Neelix then gives the exposition about the Sicarians being really good at hospitality. And uh, mm-hmm. Sicarians knew that Voyager was out there because, you know, they've got a reputation of them being lost and far away <laughs> from home. And, you know, their wire things vibrated as soon as they came near. They're like, oh, these Amongst these... their other reputations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of reputations that they've got. Exactly. But then this is where I started getting sidetracked. And I'm like, you would have thought. You've got, like, Garth's outfit goes, like, all the way down here. Like, sub Showing his hairy chest. Yes. His Will Riker chest. Wouldn't you shave his chest for that? Like, I would have thought you would have shaved it. Because, like, to me, personally, I don't find it pleasurable, <laughs> like, rubbing a hairy man's chest. Um, yeah, because it's like a rug. Mm, yeah. So, and I'd be like, mm, yeah. I think I think that kind of threw me. I think that's a wrong choice on behalf of Garth. He should have shaved his chest. <laughs> well, not shave, but wax, because shaving, you're going to have all the pricklies. Well, I don't know, because, like, I really hated getting waxed. Like, TMI, but well, I really hated it. I think everyone it. hates getting waxed. No, but, like, I feel like I used to spend, like, three weeks afterwards with, like, heat rash or something from it. So then I just started shaving. Try waxing your upper lip. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and other bits and bobs. It's not fun. <laughs> I mean, I did consider laser, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, let's, let's, let's not talk about personal <laughs> grooming. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> you brought it up with Garth. Uh, anyway, so my no note here, like in the biggest capital letters on this page, just says so much chest hair. <laughs> so that's clearly Honestly, what I was it's thinking. not all that much chest hair well to me it is i like i like jordan it's getting not... rid of all of his i like i like my men smooth <laughs> like an android's bottom 
<laughs> yes. Um, so Janeway's like, oh, let's go visit Sicaris. Why not? Yeah, I mean, sure. She's been already flirting with this dude since yes, he got on board. she definitely has. So, I mean, again, a right choice because they're now going to go and have a nice time for everyone on Voyager. So who knows what they could find? Well, I don't know that everyone went down there. I never saw Chakotay down there. I only saw him on the ship. Well, maybe it was against his uh, spirit snake. <laughs> maybe he, maybe, maybe he thought Garth's no, spirit, spirit snake was bigger. Snake. Impossible. Nobody's snake is bigger than Chakotay's. <laughs> I don't know. Cute. Mine's bigger. <laughs> we digress. So we're down on Sakaris. Garth is like, do you see anything you like? And Jamie's like, yeah, sure. The first thing that I look at, I like. And she gets really, mm-hmm. like, full-on happy over this material. and This wannabe silk. Yes, and it's made of petals that only bloom in moonlight. I'm like, oh, what a very good space idea that is from the writers. And he's like, you can have an entire wardrobe and it will give us all pleasure to make it for you. Did the man not own a thesaurus? There are other words to use than pleasure. Oh, what kind of, what what synonyms for pleasure? And over and over. Synonyms for pleasure would include happiness, delight, joy, rapture, satisfaction, fulfillment, and gratification. Mm Mm-hmm. What pleasurable synonyms? I, I, I mean, I think pleasure just comes across creepier, doesn't it? It does, but he, he could have, like, you know, made it a little different each time. It still would have been creepy coming from him with his touchy-feeliness. Delightful. Satisfaction. Gratification. Well, now I've got that horrible Benny Benassi song in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Satisfaction. <laughs> well, just replace it with the stones I can't get now. Oh, that's probably better. I mean, Harry can't get no satisfaction. Fucking hell. <laughs> he could. He just isn't trying. No, he doesn't even need to try. It's literally on a plate for him. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's falling oh. into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go away. So, uh, and then we have, we have something here that's, like, quite exciting for my weather nerd thing, because Harry starts talking to a female who looks like she's playing, like, some kind of harp made of whale bones and whale ribs. And she's like, no, no, this isn't a musical instrument. It's a weather sensor or an atmospheric sensor, which I kind of want one. I think I should take it to my new job with me. It's like stand there and be like, I don't need all of your computer models. All I need is this whale harp. This thing that sings to me and I know what's going on. It's, it's a 17% chance of rain. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a weird, creepy weather theremin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, we continue shopping at Sakaris Mall, which seems like we've been there for hours watching it. And then we get this line. When I see you in this scarf, my pleasure will be greater than yours. Oh, oh Ew. man. Ew. Ew. Scarf porn. Ew. It's like. And I don't know that Janeway's, like, clearly, like, totally smitten with him. Yeah, to me, that line comes across as stalker-ish and rapey. Hand on the shoulder, it's like, oh, the pleasure. 
with his shoulder, and then he grasps her arm on the other side so she can't move. Mm -hmm. It was very... You will have my pleasure. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even see this, but my next note is Janeway legit looks like she wants to give him some pleasure. Oh, no. She does. Her eyes eyes are like, "Mm, mm mm-hmm, yes, please. I don't know. When he has hold of both her shoulder and her arm, she's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But it's like, what's he planning? Because it's like, she walks off and he's just like sitting there like, I'm evil. He likes to watch her walk away. Oh, no, like like Tom. (laughs) (laughs) So we go cut back to Harry and female, because we still don't know female's name. We just know that she, well, I'm assuming she identifies as female, which I probably shouldn't assume. Uh, Harry tells her a story and now she's like getting story boners or something because she's like, oh my God, tell me more stories and yes, please. And oh, have you got any more stories for me? It's like, he's clearly like living it up. He can literally say anything and he's got her all wrapped around his finger. So she's like, quick, quick, come with me. And she goes off to Alastria and Harry gets beamed to this secret, secret place with the female. And it's like, oh, they're going to bone on this place. Well, they do have the orgasm wind there, so, you know. <laughs> 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 orgasm Tell me your stories in the passion winds, Harry. And and they're, like, going for the passion. It's all like, oh, yeah. It's all, like, going to turn a bit hot and steamy. And he's like, two sons! You have two sons! Why are there she two sons? She also has two breasts right there. <laughs> Don't look at the suns, look at the breasts. <laughs> she's offering them to you. Hello. It's like she's literally like leaning into him and he's like, You're not on a binary you're a, not on a binary system. <laughs> You've only got one son, and he's like, she's like, I don't care. I'm offering myself to you. Mm-hmm. We have to go back. I must talk to the captain. It's like, mummy needs this information. <laughs> and then we actually get her name is actually like Judana. And I just wrote that Harry, Harry, Harry is a, just a goddamn prude or something. Because seriously, my God. Tom is not going to be happy about this. Who? Tom. Tom no. Tom, Tom would have been like, oh, God. What a nice binary system you've got. Whereas Harry's like, <laughs> like, he would still be stuck on the orgasm wind. <laughs> In the finish on the orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, has this has this gone into not safe for work territory? <laughs> uh, teetering, teetering, teetering. <laughs> okay, <Should> I... <laughs> let's bring it back. Uh, so, what have I written here? Ah, oh, so we're still on Sakaris, where Janeway is sort of like sitting mm-hmm. there. They're almost like, I feel like they're going to kiss. And Harry's oh, like... they were leaning in. They were definitely leaning in. They were in. both leaning in. And it's like, no, creepy dude. No, no. <laughs> and like, Harry comes running in with his arms up in the air going, Janeway, Janeway, look what I found. <laughs> so then we get like the explanation of the spatial trajectory. And Janeway wants to use the technology. And then... At that particular point, she doesn't realize that they've got this superior piece of technology that can take them across all sorts of quadrants, yet they won't give a fucking... Yeah, 40,000 light years. Yeah, and yet, and then they won't give like a bloody... What are they called? What are they called? What are they called? Replicators to the Kazon for water. 
please, might we have your technology? It will give us great pleasure. <laughs> you like pleasure? So he goes, there are no exceptions to the law, which realistically, like, you know, mm-hmm. shouldn't there be? Uh, there shouldn't ever be an exception to the law. Well, there's usually not with the prime directive, mm-hmm. depending on the week. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of depending on the week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Thursday. Prime directive doesn't count today. <laughs> Go up to an alien planet. Oh, it's just your lucky day. We'll save you from this impending doom because the 29th of September is no longer Prime Directive Day. <laughs> it's opposite day. <laughs> so, I mean, just on a serious note, and I, and I don't want to get serious because this is something my mum brought up yesterday when we were, like, talking about, like, those riots that happened in Congress over there. And and whatever. And we started talking about law and how... On my birthday. Yeah. Thanks for that. Oh, Good birthday present. It's like, thanks. Jackasses. Thanks, jackasses. Exactly. Now, we were talking about how people just don't seem to respect or follow laws now. And and then I'm like, well, realistically, isn't it more... It's people don't respect the people who make the laws. So if like, because if the people who make the laws can somehow get away with not following the laws, then why should mm-hmm. people follow the laws? So like, there is no respect for the law because there's no respect for the legislature because the legislature don't follow the laws all the time. Mm-hmm. If you have enough power or enough money, laws do not apply to you. Yeah. And this is where, you know, like there literally should be no exceptions, but there clearly are for the rich and powerful and which then is what pisses people off. And then people don't have respect because people don't command respect anymore, and it's just a big mess, and it'll mm-hmm. end up in anarchy one day. Give it, give it ten years, it will, will be in anarchy. We're not even that long. No, <laughs> probably the day this oh, episode comes out. <laughs> <laughs> the day before. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. So back on Voyager, though, we have a staff meeting, which is always very enjoyable, and they talk about the stuff they can't have. And Tuvok basically says, like, well, you should just stop talking about it. You can't have it. <laughs> it's like, stop being a child and whinging about not being able to have your favourite play toy. And Janeway's are like, rules be rules. Mm-hmm. Can't can't have it. I mean, and then they mention what we literally just mentioned about the Prime Directive and how, like, some aliens think that the Prime Directive is dumb. And, you know, Chakotay's like, yeah, it is. Or well, someone says that. <laughs> Or a lousy idea, I think, is the word that was used. And they then they're like, "Oh, maybe, maybe this is just a prelude to negotiation." Mm-hmm. Maybe their no doesn't mean no. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> there's there's only one time where no means no. <laughs> 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 this is not okay. So if she gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a severe thumbs down in this scenario. Uh, so Janeway decides to give it a go, and she wants to. You know, maybe talk Garth around, which, again, mm-hmm. right thing to do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, is it the right thing or the wrong thing, not letting Bolana try and figure out how this works? It's a 100% wrong thing to do. Exactly. Because she's not taking their technology. She's just looking at it, getting ideas, and maybe she's going to figure out a different way how to do it. Yeah. I, I can't see a problem with that at all. She's like, no, you cannot do that. Yeah, it's like, where? why is this such, like, 
Why did she slap her down so hard? Because it's not it's like ridiculous. A, you know, it's kind of like doing a passive scan of those dead bodies <laughs> from emanations. <laughs> so what are they going to do? They're just like, oh, okay, I can see you've got, you know, some excessive mm-hmm. amounts of flobodon particles. And what what does this mean? Oh, well, it looks like they bend space. And, you know, if, if you think you can work it out yourself, it's not like it's not like yeah. there's a problem with it. Let Bolana science the science. Let her do her thing, man. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Bloody wrong way. I agree with you. Yes. Uh, back to the mess. Is it the mess hallway? Or it could also be the her quarters. I can't quite remember what scene or where they were located. I want to say it's the mess hall because it looked... A little too big to be her quarters. Yeah, or it could have even been the ready room. I'm not entirely sure. We'll go with the mess hall. So Janeway's like, oh, pecan pie, and he wants the recipe because it was pleasurable. And, I mean, I really don't like pecan pie. Garlic bread, as I said, would be good, or even broccoli soup. Now, fun fact, those are the two things that are the, my favorite food. you got to go with something sweet. What would be your sweet? What would be my sweet? My favorite? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. This is going to be weird. But I really like a... Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I really like evaporated or condensed milk. Just by itself? I... No. So, like, I would have it on something. Like, I don't know, like a hot chocolate cake or self-sourcing cake or whatever it is. But then I would then fill the bowl up again with just condensed milk or evaporated milk. And I would just spoon it into my mouth. Is it an Aussie thing? No. No, it's... I think it's just a me and my sister thing. <laughs> you know no, because I saw that on Bluey. Really? What, evaporated yes. milk? Yes. Really? Oh, I don't know. Yes, a child, one of Bluey's friends was drinking it from a can. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I, I maybe, but I mean, Kelly and I have been doing it since we are living in the UK. Oh. Maybe maybe our UK listeners can be like, is this anything else that you do in the UK? <laughs> or not? Because I do. But then again, I also do like eating icing sugar out of the packet. So this is why I shouldn't have sweet things because I'm very unhealthy. <laughs> well, sweets are unhealthy. But, you know, every once in a while, it's nice. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, pecan pie, but now it's negotiation time. <laughs> and Jamie's <laughs> like, so I have, would you do this, that or the other? And she's like, would it help if I had my word? It's like, well, probably not, Jamie. <laughs> you already bribed him with pie. He's not going for it. I feel like she did really bad negotiations here. That and she should have had whipped cream on that pie. Oh. <laughs> whipped cream is pleasurable. <laughs> It is, especially the stuff in the can. Mm-hmm. You can squirt directly into your mouth. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, she's, yeah. Or she should have just had garlic bread. I'm sorry. It would have, it would have gone <laughs> down way better. <laughs> garlic bread with whipped cream. Okay. <laughs> oh, garlic bread with whipped cream. Oh. Ew. Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> garlic bread from a can? No. <laughs> so... Shin goes, oh, okay, well, I kind of figured that you wouldn't, you know, take my word for it. So how about something that you might enjoy? Kind of like a trade. And he's like, nudes, nudes. And she goes, <laughs> no, you can have Shakespeare. <laughs> and Plato. <laughs> yeah, yay. And whatever, like Shakespearean Vulcan or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Find this, some Cassilian opera and... So, and he's like, Klingon romance novels. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> There's probably some Klingon porn in there somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he's like, oh, okay. Well, he'll have a think about it. And he goes off. But Janeway's face, like, I really didn't like the acting when Janeway's, like, staring up into the camera, like, kind of working out what's going on. And, like, mm-hmm. he kind of knew something was up then. Like, she was thinking that, nah, he's not going to do anything. Yeah. Down in engineering, Seska is off staring into space, even though they're already in space. She's, like, staring further into space, I guess. And You look a million miles away. It's like, yes, I am. It's my brother's birthday or whatever. No, no, she was... She wasn't a million miles away. She was 70,000 light years away. Oh, that's a lot more than a million miles. (laughs) But but then we get some stupid sad story about her brother, and I'm like, don't care. But I have a question about this. Mm -hmm. Was it her fake Bajoran brother or her real Cardassian brother she was talking about? Yeah. Or... I mean, it could be her Cardassian brother, or it could be like a brother in arms from her time at, you know, Joran Trump University, like, <laughs> like Bruce said last episode that we had. I want to think that it's her real Cardassian brother. What, what, did we get his name? I think we did. Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember. Probably Gullivec. Yeah. It's probably Gullivec or something. <laughs> So uh, I did like this bit because they were like totally hypothetically, theoretically going to have a look at it and try and work oh, things yeah. out. With with my man Joe. Oh, yeah. Fuck Joe. Well, I thought it was a nice little <sighs> loophole that like if we're only thinking about it, we're not really doing anything. But he also mentions during this episode his two sons, his young sons, that he doesn't want to grow up without a father. And I'm like, oh, stab me in the heart. Yeah. Because I know what's going to happen. Yeah, I know. Damn it. And Jamie doesn't care enough to go back for him. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Just go back a little bit further. <laughs> Just a week, man. Come on. <laughs> uh, so... Popping down on Sakaris, we've got this shady transaction with the story dealer. You know, like, clearly stories are like <laughs> ecstasy or MDMA or... I don't know. Somebody needed a trench coat in this, in this scene. <laughs> what a see my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, I'm having a hot flush. Trying to keep this safe for work. So yeah, they wanted, So the guy's like, please trade me your literature for te- for my technology. They've obviously heard about the deal that... Here it is. Here's my technology. <laughs> and he shows it to him. It's like, now show me your literature. It's like, there's <laughs> a book. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what, I mean, that kind of transaction is like, well, if I were Harry, I would just be like, yeah, sure. Here we go. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, I need to talk it over with mummy. He has to talk everything over with mummy. Mm-hmm. The good old mama Janeway. So, but that's obviously beforehand. He has to go back to the mess hall and he's talking it over with uh, Seska, Balana and Tom. And Tom, mm-hmm. for being the bad guy that he's supposed to be at this point in the series, he's like, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. out of character there at the moment. But Well, really, what does Tom have to be in a hurry to get back home for? Well, no, and the same for Balana. And, like, really... Balana wants to get back to the fight a little bit. Well, I mean, Seska was trying to guilt her into it. Well, yeah, Seska just wants to, you know, get back to her 
assignment. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll probably want to get back to Cardassia Prime. Yeah. Yeah. And see her brother. So I... <laughs> Gullivet. <laughs> um, Seska's obviously scheming. And this is where I realised she actually she's not wearing an earring. So I don't know whether this is where we should have started thinking, hang on a minute, she's not wearing her earring. She's not. Yeah, so it's like... I never she, noticed that. No, and I'm like, oh, is this the point where we <gasps> should realise that she's actually not Bajoran because she's not wearing an earring? But then I was trying to think about all the Deep Space Nine episodes and whether we've seen Bajorans not wear an earring. And I can't remember. Maybe her pa's that strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or she has really sensitive Cardassian ears and she can't take the nickel allergy from the earring. Is, is What? <laughs> Cardassian is allergic to nickel. is a real thing. I'm allergic to nickel. Oh, okay. I'm like, is this canon that Cardassians are allergic to nickel? Like, <laughs> they could be. What? Nickel allergy is real. <laughs> it's like Cardassians touch nickel and they like turn to dust. <laughs> In the ready room, Harry's starting to tell mummy all about it. And then Tuvok and Janeway discuss what to do. And I thought this, this was a good scene because like, it's all about Janeway's principles, etc. And, like, mm-hmm. if you deal with Jarrett, it's technically his law that's broken. Or, like, he's broken his law and it's not Janeway breaking the law. Which, I mean, is a good piece of logic by Tuvok. Yeah, but you can logic anything. Well, we, as we know, yeah. And yeah. then Janeway starts talking about upholding her principles. And is it fair to uphold her principles at the expense of the rest of the crew? You know, not getting home. And this is where I think she's actually made probably a Janeway decision to continue with going and seeing what Garth is doing. Because she's not only doing that, but she's also keeping her other options open. Yeah. It's almost like a lose-lose scenario in a way. Yeah, it is Janeway because she knows the answer is no, but she just has to make sure. (laughs) It's like, are you sure it's no? I mean, I am Captain Catherine Janeway. There's nothing I can do. You can make me change your mind. It's like you can make me a dress. And I'll wear it for you. And then I'll take it off for you. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I I think I think, you know, she her going with Garth is probably a Jane way because she's yeah, obviously trying to stick to her principles and Mm -hmm. trying to smash her way through everything like Jane Way normally does. Down on Sakaris, so Garth and Janeway do some talking. And she's like, why are you so consumed by your desire to get home? And something like that. And Janeway's like, well, it tries to explain the different principles between like Sakaris is like, you just get bored and you extract pleasure out mm-hmm. of everything and you're bored of it in two hours or two days. Yeah, it's like she just caught on to that. It's like, you didn't notice this from these people? Mm. It's like, shouldn't you realize that they're constantly looking for new things? And then we get, honestly, mm. one of my favourite lines is like, oh, oh, this is not at all pleasurable. <laughs> I will not be judged. Oh, it's like, leave this place. <laughs> I walked out of an exam once and like, a friend asked me how it went and I just turned around and I go, not at all pleasurable. And I just walked <laughs> off and then it's like, what? I'm like, oh, it's a Star Trek Voyager reference. Sorry. That was also in the same exam that I actually did the, you know, the um, synopsis from a Voyager episode that I've said a few times before oh. as an answer. Because it wasn't, it wasn't a good exam. I only got a distinction for that topic. <sighs> That's it? Yeah. I'm terrible. Aww. I'm terrible. I got like 
18 out of 23 high distinctions or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm a terrible nerd. Now, did you think Janeway getting upset at Garth telling her to leave? Is, is that the... I just... I didn't feel that that's how she should have reacted. Do you mean like, why are you telling me to leave? No, the, her reaction to that because she was almost like <gasps> taken aback and and all, you could see kind of tears in her eyes. I'm like, why are you getting so upset about yeah. creepy dude? Yeah, it's like he's, he's clearly like going to throw you away after having his way. Well, he's going to like be rapey and then move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Ew. It's like this is no Stephen Fry. He's not going to keep you around. <laughs> He's not Stephen Fry. <laughs> Just leave. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's like you're hostile and vicious. I don't know. I think I, I don't understand why Janeway was so taken aback. Maybe it's like, don't you know who I am? And I think probably she was like that because obviously like she needed her spatial trajectory device thing. So she mm-hmm. realizes that, oh, I can't get it. And, of course, she's not going to bend her principles. No, she's not. No. This week. I mean, do we... Do we do the- <laughs> 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 I mean, do we do we put... This as a decision, like, of her getting, like, all... No, no, I don't or- think it's a decision. I was just like, why is she acting like this? I just... It didn't make sense for me. Mm-hmm. Well, so she's- I was hoping you could... Dis- Explain it. Oh, I think, no, I, I just think it's, she realizes that it's another way that she's trying to get home and can't. Like it's within grasp and she's not allowed to. That's mm-hmm. probably what's tipping her over the edge. I gotcha. Okay. So Janeway like storms back up to the ship and is like, oh, everyone, cancel shore leave. We, we, we've got to go. We've been told to leave. Chicote, we have to leave. It's like, I am not wanted here anymore. <laughs> Do not know why. I'm probably not pleasurable <laughs> enough. Chakotay would beg to differ. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're pleasurable to me, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, found out that Garth has been stringing them along the whole way. Um, Janeway deciding to go wrong way or? No, that's the right way. You think it's the right thing to do? I suppose it's because they've been told yeah. to leave. So then Balana and Joe and Seska are scheming and... Seska's using the marquee guilt to try and convince Bolana. We find out, as we said, mm-hmm. Joe has the kids, which are going to be really ugly children. But anyway. Hey, hey, Joe was not a bad looking dude. Not my cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> um, so they like mm-hmm. work it out and they try and get off the ship. But then, uh-oh, Tuvok catches them. They've been caught. <gasps> Tuvok! It's like, policeman Tuvok then's like, Guess what I've got in my pocket? I've got a plot twist. <laughs> I tried to download the library and you already did it. Blana's like, you want to betray? He's like, yes, please. I will take that <laughs> stuff and I will take full responsibility. Energize. So yeah, he's off down on the planet trying to get the stuff. I guess he comes back and Seska wants to do a simulation to test it all out. And uh, they seem like it's going well. And then we have a cool little explanation, though, of why it's working for them. And it's to do with, like, the geological nature of the planet and the mantle and the quartz in the mantle. So I'm like, oh, I nerded out a little bit for that. That was cool. But then how did the Borg make it work? Yeah, plot hole. But maybe, maybe like, they found a way of not doing it using a mantle or something. 
Mm. Well, maybe it just, I was like, wait a minute. They need the planet to do that. Yeah. But then again, that must mean Alastria. Alastria must have it as well though. Yeah. If they can get back. So maybe, maybe the Borg have found out a way of like making it work. I don't know. I suppose we can easily head. They just need a little piece of it. (laughs) It ship somewhere. (laughs) A little piece of the mantle. (laughs) It was like, just a tiny little chip. All Borg cubes are now made with like a literal like planet's core and mantle inside the middle of it. <laughs> so we got a malfunction in the mantle. It's like the Borg Queen sends some drones. They walk in there and they just disintegrate and from heat. <laughs> They're like, oh, we need to make this work. We can't, we can't wait now. We've got to do it because we can't leave the planet. Otherwise it won't work. So Balana is like... Trying to totally like, oh, Captain, we've got a issue in the Plasma 3 manifold. We have a problem. We're going to fix it. And I Jemma, can't give you impulse engines. And Jemma's like, oh, what's the problem? God. I'm like, hello, you're an engine. When did this happen? <laughs> like, just now in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the actual Plasma manifold start becoming unstable because Balana and Joe and uh, Seska are trying to make it work. And you've got, you've got to love a good... Uh, warp core breach evacuate engineering kind of thing it's always so cool everyone's like joe yelling everybody out everybody out don't you think they would know to get out when things are smoking and (laughs) spitting there's a warp core breach like am i supposed to leave i'm not sure should i just keep doing what i'm doing It's, it's like when you're in an office it's like is this the whoop whoop or the beep beep fire alarm i do not know which one's which There's just somebody there. Everything's fine. Or core bridge going on around them. Everything's fine. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, then Balana blows up the what's it, Majigi Matrix thing. They didn't anticipate yeah. the anti neutrinos. And I'm like, surely you would have anticipated there'd be need to have some form of antiparticle in this reaction. You, you have neutrinos. Why not? Anti-neutrinos. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always some form of antiparticle somewhere, I guess, if my fundamental physics brain un- understands it. It doesn't. Don't, don't, don't message me saying I'm wrong, because I probably am. <laughs> so, Balana doesn't want to cover it up, where Seska wants to cover it up. So, this is sort of where we see that Seska is even more manipulative than we realise. So, obviously, leading on into the next episode. We also see, in this instance, Balana is changing. She is, which is good. She's turning into, like, someone with a heart, I guess, and she can't live with herself. Mm-hmm. And then we get the final scene, which, again, dun, is dun, up dun. there in, like, awesome Voyager scenes. And yes. when you think about it, like, there's been a lot of really good one-on-ones with Janeway. In season mm-hmm. one, you had, like, the last week's one with uh, Harry after he died and came back to life. <laughs> she, she gave him a pep talk instead of just suck it up and move on. <laughs> Uh, you could see the the immense disappointment that she had for Delano. Mm-hmm. She is pissed. Yeah, but not just pissed, really disappointed. Like a teacher would have for a student that you see that. Mm. Yeah, that just that. Like, oh, like when someone cheats at a test or something and the teacher's like, I'm so disappointed yeah. in you. It's like, I can't put you in the brig, but, you know, I need you as the engineer. And her disappointment affected Bolana because you could see the tears welling in her yeah, eyes. Because that's such a good relationship, especially after like the second episode of the whole show, like Parallax. 
They're like mm. science buddies. Yeah. But then when Tuvok says, like, actually, no, Captain, I was the senior officer, it, like, it doesn't literally kill her, but it kills her. You can see that it's just like... An, it was a gut punch. Exactly, like smashed in the stomach and be like, wow, did not see you. So when she gets rid of Belana, like, dismissed. She, basically, with Tuvok, she's cut. She's, like, trying to hold it together. Mm. And this is where you've got to say, Kate Mulgrew is an absolute boss. Yes, yes, she smashed is. this scene. And so did Tuvok, really. And he said that he did it because it would stop Janeway from having to make the ethical decision or the ethical quandary or conundrum, dilemma, pleasure. Mm-hmm. Logic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, where, to, where Janeway says, uh, you can use logic to just justify just about anything. That's its something and its flaw. Its flaw. Yeah. yeah. It power. Yeah. Whatever it says, listen to the beginning of the episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Again. (laughs) But it's like, next time you bring your logic to me. So, I mean, there's there's probably like three sort of decisions in this whole scene that we can sort of work out. Mm -hmm. The first one is Balana, like how disappointed she is. Like, wouldn't you make her, like, I think it's wrong, personally. All you can do it as a Janeway, because I would think that you would demote her and put Joe in charge of engineering for a while. That would have been the right way. That, that's that's what would have been right, that. because yeah. she's she's the manager, effectively, and has made the wrong decision and the wrong thing to mm-hmm. do, and the crew have gone along with her, because, you know, orders. So that would have been the right thing. So do we do we think that this is the wrong way? This is the Janeway. Or the Jan- okay, elaborate. Because she's still keeping her in charge of engineering. Mm. Who would do that? Someone betrayed you, went behind your back, did exactly what you told them not to do. Mm-hmm. And you're still going to let them be in charge. Even if, even if like, she just... Because what, what, would, what would the wrong way be? The wrong thing to do would just be, like, to bat an eyelid and be like, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, you, maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe this is, like, a Janeway trying to have both... Again, like the definition, I guess, of the Janeway decision is to have her cake and eat it or have her pecan pie and eat it, as this case may be. <laughs> so, like, potentially, yeah, potentially this is a potentially this is a Janeway. Like, she's had to do that. I would agree with that. And then it goes to Tuvok, who's, like, mm-hmm. again, kept as, you know, essentially third officer. Yeah, not demoted. Nothing. Still chief of bloody security. No repercussions security. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, there should have been some form of repercussion, surely. Yeah, for both of them, there should mm-hmm. have been. Like, I feel like she was more, she was harsher on Janeway, uh, harsher on Balana, sorry, than she was on Tuvok, I feel. Tuvok just got the, you're my friend. Mm-hmm. And, like, it deeply cut her. It, it's probably a good point to point out as well that Tuvok, or Tim Russ, should I say, was not necessarily happy with this episode. He changed, like, a fair chunk of the script based on what he thinks Vulcan should be, but he was very, like, adamant that a Vulcan wouldn't use their logic in this way. Mm-hmm. But apparently... Despair a human. Yeah. But apparently, um, I mean, let's face it, if you just had a purely emotionless character that followed logic that couldn't do much, you're only going to end up with the whole Vulcans lost their mind because their emotions took over episode again. Like, at least this way, it shows there is some kind of flaw in logic. So in terms of the episode, mm-hmm. like, I thought it was a really cool way to do it. A different sort of floor in the Vulcan chink of armor, whatever you call it, a chink in yeah. the armor. Yeah. Vulcans aren't perfect. No. As 
far as this decision goes, again, you can probably just call it a Janeway as well because yes, it's definitely she's just like, I want you as my everything. I'm just annoyed at you and I probably won't be annoyed at you next episode. <laughs> Bring your logic to me. Now, that's the, that is the next thing. That is the last <laughs> thing that, that is like a who decides to bring the logic to me? Like nobody should bring their logic to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I mean, no, what is she no. going to do with it? My God, her logic is bad enough sometimes. I mean, do we do we bundle the apple in the Janeway decision just there? Is in like that's all one big yes, thing? Yes, that is all Janeway. Mm-hmm. Typical Janeway. Now. There is one last thing that I want to point out with this episode is in right way, wrong way, Janeway. Mm -hmm. Should she have been so close to Garth? No. Was that wrong? That was bad judgment. Bad judgment. Definitely. Yes. That, yeah. Because, I mean, let's face it, he's pretty gross. Where was was her first officer on that? I have questions. So he got got herself a little bit too close, yeah. He was missing an act. Totally, totally wrong. She should have steered clear of him because he's kind of creepy. Yeah. Nobody says pleasure that much <laughs> without being a freak. That, and you've known the dude for a day and you've hung around with him and you're already about to kiss him when Harry interrupts. Mm-hmm. Good thing, actually, that's a good thing. Harry Kim was useful there. Yes. They could have. It's like because you're still engaged to Mark at this mm-hmm. point. They could have ended up with a pleasure mm-hmm. baby as well. <laughs> so i mean there we have it that was prime factors so what do we got we have two wrong ways we have three jane ways which means we have four right ways oh my gosh we've done it again no no (laughs) she's joined i've lost my bit of paper again where is it i don't know where it is but i think we've had four right ways in a row now that is nuts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 we've, I can't believe we've had another right way in, in a row. But that means like the almost overwhelming majority of the episodes now have been right way. Yeah. yeah. Pretty like. That's nuts. Pretty nuts. That's so crazy. We will end up with a Jane way or a wrong way soon enough, I reckon. We have to. We have mm-hmm. to. I'm sure, I'm sure there's one coming up. I'm sure. Probably Heroes and Demons. I really feel like that's going to be a Jane way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Well, next, the next episode of the Janeway will look at State of Flux, which will be an interesting episode. I, I quite enjoy it, so we'll see what that brings. It brings more Joe Carey, is what it brings. Oh, great. <laughs> anyway, thank you for tuning into this pleasurable podcast. We really appreciate all of you who listen to us and pleasurably talk about voyager we would also love it if you subscribed pleasurably of course and gave us all the pleasure stars and leave us a pleasurable review suzanne where can we find yourself online anywhere pleasurable well you can find me eating pecan pie on twitter at kjanway8 and also at stain sass you can find me elsewhere on the network doing boldly go a strange new worlds podcast with my friend brandy and liam when you're not being pleasured, where can we find you? Onlyfans.com slash pleasured and <laughs> 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 No, 
no, no, no, no. no. Uh, LS74656 on Twitter and on this network hosting Vedic Assembly, the Deep Space Nine podcast with Nick and Brandy. Just remember to follow us on Twitter at the Jane underscore way and on Facebook in our listeners group, The Nexus. Until next time, remember to keep doing things not the right way, not the wrong way, but the pleasurable Jane way. Time's up. This show is brought to you by Holosuite Media. Computer, list other available Holosuite Media programs. Loading Holosuite Preview Program 4, her first Trek, a Star Trek review podcast. When Data gets there, she's scantily clad. I mean, that bit of clothing goes low. She must have had a wax job just before. Oh, yeah. It goes about as low as any item of clothing could go without showing your vagina. Mm. Don't you think? Would you wear anything that low? Is that even a real question? Of course I wouldn't wear anything that low. I was just wondering because I was going to I pull get all of my stuff up to my belly button. <laughs> no one wants to see that. My uterus would be hanging out. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, I'll scratch that off the list then. Back to the oh, Princess Leia fantasy. Loading Holosuite Preview Program 4, The Vedic Assembly, a Deep Space Nine podcast. Uh, because of the expanse, like if you mm-hmm. were if you were trying to portray a, a species like that in Star Trek, you were like, oh, they're just doing the Belfers from the expanse. Yes, well, and actually, they did it better in the expanse than they did in Star Trek because they actually hired really, really lanky, tall people to play them. Mm-hmm. They can't do practically what the Belters would really look like according to the books, but they hmm. did as close as they possibly could, and yeah. it still works for me. And it's a much more interesting origin and story and they just did everything better loading holosuite preview program for random trek review a star trek review podcast who knows i mean what's the worst that happens they all have a terrible experience and you you learn that okay maybe there's nothing we can really do to to get these people to work better and you know you go from there or aliens shear off the side of the Delta Flyer and they all die a horrible death in space. I mean, that could happen too. <laughs> yeah, that's also possible. But then I guess, I mean, you'd have a whole new problem, but that would solve the problem of three underperforming crew members. Computer, deactivate Holosuite.